this is Young Money. And Trev, the ref. And this is the NBA Shot Clock. Yes, sir. We're back for another episode talking about all the things NBA for you NBA fans out there. Let's get it. All right. What you got for okay, us today, let's start first off with the Eastern uh, Eastern Conference, man. Celtic versus the Heat. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just saw the game. You know, did you, see, you saw? Did you see the game? Game four. I did, man. It hurts. It hurts. It's rough. I I don't know the Celtics. Yeah. I thought they would win that game. They they needed that game, dude. You're, they're down three one instead of having a tie series two two. Um, it's just it just didn't work for them. What Jason Tatum didn't score in the first half. Like, I mean, I'll buy he had almost thirty points in the second half, but he didn't score in the first half. Not a single point. Not a free throw. He couldn't get to the line before me. Nothing. That just can't happen. Gordon Hayward still find a, trying to find himself out there, and um, I don't know. The Celtics didn't have any answers for. Hero, like Tyler Hero, to me is looking like the next coming of young Ray Allen. When Ray Allen can do like everything, he can get to the basket, create, shoot threes, and just have that you know game breaker mentality, or like a Reggie Miller type player. Like Tyler Hero is looking legit. Like he's special, dude. Like I don't know what the Celtics are gonna do. I don't. I don't know if they can win three out of the next four. Do you? You can. Do you see that in this Celtics team? Can they come back from this? Uh, they are they the Denver Nuggets? Are they the Denver Nuggets? <laughs> That's fair. I don't think they are. <laughs> so the, uh, I don't think they are. Right? Like, I mean, do they have the resilience like so. they do? Uh, I don't yeah. think so either. So it, it's rough, man. Like, I thought it's gonna be tied tonight, but apparently mm-hmm. Tyra Harrell became a hero tonight. He did. It's he really did. Too. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, because the, with the Heat, it's just like, I mean, the best part is obviously Jimmy Butler, right? He can have an off game or an okay game, and, and they still can win. <laughs> yeah. It's not like they depend yeah. on Jimmy Butler or or Bam. It's just like, like another guy step up. You never know. It's only be like a third mm-hmm. option, fourth option. Is I think the Heat is just yeah steeper than I thought. What do you think? They are. And I, I think Jimmy Butler found the perfect team for him. Like, there's no other place that he would have gone and been, like, the number one option, quote, unquote, but doesn't really have to do number one option type things. Like, he doesn't have to go and take over every game like a Giannis or a LeBron or, you know, people of that nature and stature because he has such a deep good quality team of shot makers shot creators passing defense around him where he's in theory the number one option but he ain't your stereotypical number one option that's getting all those things done for his team and he probably won't ever have to this this Miami Heat team is very reminiscent of those Detroit Pistons teams with Chauncey Billups Rip Hamilton Ben Wallace or C. Wallace and Tayshaun Prince we're like they're just deep and talented at every position there's no clear-cut star um you know and that and those Pistons teams what I'd, I'd say Chauncey Billups is probably your go-to like he played the Jimmy Butler role where he just 
when you needed a bucket, you can kind of go to him. But he didn't have to carry that load night in, night out, every game. And that's what Jimmy Butler reminds me of on this team. Like I don't see him doing this on many other teams. Um, and then you have Bam, who's just blossoming into an outstanding player on both ends of the court as a rim protector and as a big man that can get you buckets, cut into the basket, posting up, a little bit of mid-range hook shot, stuff like that. He's a problem to deal with on both ends of the court. And they they have they got that zone defense out there that's just shutting teams down. If you can't shoot against the Heat, you're in trouble. And the Celtics aren't the purest of shooters, especially when, again, Jason Tatum is not scoring at all in the first half. What do you do? Um, Gordon Hayward's not 100%. He's not himself, at least. And that's that showed up big today. And I just don't know what they, I just don't know what they're gonna do. Do I think they can maybe force a game seven? Maybe, but the Heat have shown me that they right now have more heart. They have more, you know, players that are able to make those big shots when they need them to. And I'm worried about the Celtics, man. I, I, I want to think that if they were able to to extend this series a bit, maybe Gordon Hayward gets into a bit of a flow. We see, you know, Kimball Walker and Jason Tatum step up like the stars we know that they can be, and they, they squeak out and pull out this series. But, whoo, I wouldn't bet my money on it. This one might be over. And the Miami Heat could be a surprising championship team this year. Like, who came into the season saying, you know what, Miami Heat champions, 2020. Only 2020, right? Like, it's insane. It's just absolutely insane. Okay, not not so, not, not championship, yeah, but but Eastern 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 final Eastern final champion probably most likely, but not champion. Yet. Yeah, yeah. But I see your point. But yeah, uh, I mean, but I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna I'm gonna go right, out on no the one, limb here, no and I'm gonna say that like, Miami wins. I I think I think whoever oh, comes out the East okay. wins the championship. Okay, what is this? Yo, blow up the script. You, you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Blow it up. No. <laughs> I, I just Hell think whoever no. goes out the East wins the championship. Hey, you, <laughs> you guys hearing this guy? Last time up. talking about... Uh... <laughs> why Blow it up. He, I'm sorry, why LeBron. Why you say anyone from the East is going to beat the... <laughs> why you why say I, the uh, East is going to beat the West? Where I think both from? of these Eastern Conference okay. teams, especially both, both of them, especially the Heat, match up very well against the Western Conference teams. Like, they just do. Like, neither one of the Western Conference teams are deep. They both rely on two. They're top heavy with two stars that carry much of the load on both teams. And then, while the East teams rely on depth, teamwork, and they have players defensively that can match up against. The, the Nuggets and Lakers stars fairly well. They may not be able to shut them down, but they can slow them down. Like, tell me you don't think Bam Adebayo can't slow down AD. And tell me that Jimmy Butler is not going to, like, grind his way into making things very difficult for LeBron and just allowing the rest of that team to just do what they do. That's a that's a very tough matchup for the Lakers. And the same thing goes for the for the Nuggets. Like, what are they going to do? I don't. I just don't know. Who guards who guards Tyler Hero without Avery Bradley? You can't you can't put you can't put Rondo on him because then Dragic is still there, and then you have Jay Crowder, and then you have you know <laughs> you got Denard Robinson, 
You got that's a deep team. That's a very deep team. They're gonna cause problems for the Western Conference. Um, and I like the Heat right now. I also like the Celtics if they're able to pull it out. I just, I just think both those two teams are too deep. They play well together as a team, and they don't rely on you know one or two players to beat you. See, the Clipper. Yeah. See, this is what will happen. The clip. The Clippers will beat the East. But yeah. anyways, okay. Speaking of, we talk about the East, man. Speaking of the West, man. Okay. What do you think of the uh, uh, Lakers Nuggets? I mean, was it lucky shot by AD? What do you oh, think? Oh man. You know, in the honor of my pick in our dinner bet that we had going on, I'm sticking with the Lakers. <laughs> I'm sticking with the Lakers. <laughs> but in honor of my boy Jamal Murray we should be up 2-1 right now <laughs> let's go Jamal Murray he's speaking the truth he's speaking the truth Anthony Davis if he doesn't make that shot that those hey, quirky hey. threes at the end of the of game three you know I mean at the end of game two they're up 2-1 they're up 2-1 like Dude, they should be up 2-1 yeah, Nuggets should the be up 2-1 sh- they, sh- they should have been up 2-1 uh, Mason yeah. Plumey, I don't know what the he was playing. He ran into this LeBron, like yeah, yeah, you know. Dude, Yo, Yogi's right? almost had I'm a like, block. What are you doing? almost had a good. Diff- yeah, Mason. He Plumlee, did. He almost recovered. Um, you know they learn. I didn't understand that. I don't understand why Plumley was even in the game. One, then he looks at Grant like Jeremy Green like switch like what do you mean there's no screen just guard your man honestly I would have put Michael Porter Jr. in instead of Plumley and hear me out because you're like Michael Michael Porter Jr. he's not a good defensive player why would you have him in the game that's fair he's not the best defensive player but we can, we've seen over the series and over the, throughout the playoffs that his defense has improved and that kid has mad heart he's he's like Tyler Hero where in the clutch moments he's going to show up and I think right in that moment he would have made the right play defensively to at least be in Anthony Davis's face and make that shot a bit more difficult and maybe it throws him off um so I don't know there's just things I think about like having been a player and now a ref just like seeing how momentum and the mentality of the game affects players and the interaction. Some people were made for the moment and some aren't. And it's hard for us to always understand that. Especially if like I don't know. It's just hard for us to understand that, especially if we haven't like always played a sport at that level. Um, but some people are made for it, some people aren't. And I think Michael Michael Porter Jr. is made out of the cloth that he would have made a better decision than Plummy did, because it just didn't make any sense. He just looked lost and flustered and like, oh I'm Ah, game, game. What do I do? Um, so that sucks for them. <laughs> Mike Malone's the coach, and he's a great coach. So <laughs> I can't, yeah. I can't make a judgment on his decision. But hey, do your thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony Davis yelling yeah. Kobe from three. To, <laughs> come on now. What, what you think about that, dude? I know you got some thoughts. <laughs> Denver looks alive for you. Yeah. Yeah, AD yell Kobe and uh, Plumlee yell Harden on D. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is what it is. You know, like Harden play, from a couple years ago. Like LeBron, mm-hmm. look, 
Le- LeBron LeBron didn't even uh like he didn't set, he didn't even like set a pick that's like on Plummy. Like he didn't even watch Plummy coming. He was just like he was just like he was just standing there, right? LeBron was just standing there. He didn't even like yeah. look at Plummy. He just he was just standing there. It was sad, but mm-hmm. uh, he made it. You know, it is what it is. You you, you know would have thought that mm-hmm. yeah the Nuggets should have been uh two two one, but. It is what it is. Hey, the nice Hey, they will come back again. So, what do we think of Game 3? I mean, like, Nuggets basically were dominating, the, like, the whole game, right? They were in control the whole game. Yeah. Well, one, I think the Lakers looked a little bit lackluster. But, for, you know, second point is, I don't know if it's the coaching or the players or a, probably a combination of both, but I think... As the series go on, the Denver Nuggets are a very good team at adjusting and understanding, like, figuring out how to beat teams. Like, I don't know. They just look different. The further series get along and their back gets against the ropes, they look like a different team and they play better. Their synergy is better and they find the weaknesses and holes in other teams' defenses and offenses that they can exploit and attack um, down the court throughout the game and that's what makes them so dangerous you can't really count them out in this series I wouldn't be surprised they come out and win game four and go you know tie this series up 2-2 I can't see them coming back from the down being 3-1 again because um, I just think LeBron is the type of player is not going to let that happen in AD like I could see if if they if they go down 3-1 and then they end up winning game what would that be then they went in the next game and go 3-2. I can see game six or game seven, LeBron coming out and having one of those monster games where he just has, like, 40 points, 15 boards, and, like, 13 assists with, like, three blocks. And you're just like, well, that's LeBron James. <laughs> you know? <laughs> he's not, he's not going to choke like PG and Kawhi did. So that's what scares me. This is, this is probably a must-win for the Nuggets. But... I don't know. I think they do get it. I think they get it. They go they go 2-2, and we have a long series. What you got? Well, I mean, you're right. The Nuggets, right? They uh, they adjust to every game. They get better every game uh, because they know. It's like it's almost as if they're playing chess. Like, okay, we lose the first game. Okay, let's move to the next chess piece. Next game, next strategy. I mean, that's what the play is about, right? The play is all about, like, matchup. Uh strategies and how to exploit different you know defense offense and and, and yeah that's why the nuggets were dominating and, and control the whole of game game three and that's what they want like at the end they have murray who is your boy i guess <laughs> murray came clutch yeah. again like i can't mm-hmm. i can't believe i'm watching this like he's just He's not. He's becoming like a clutch player at the end. It's just amazing to watch. Yeah. Never really. Uh, he has proven my uh, my trust in him when he scored forty on the Clippers. I'm like, okay, this guy's real now. Yeah. And he's continuing. Yeah, hopping on the bandwagon. I like it. Continuing his thing, you know. <laughs> it's fourth quarter. You know, he just. <laughs> he was just. Uh, I mean, how about the Lakers? I mean, like, look, the Lakers, last year, they have third option Rondo, right? How about this year's? Who do you think the third option is? Mm-hmm. The third guy. I don't think it's the third guy this year's yet for them. 
Rondo again or yeah. who else? Like Kuzma, Danny Green. They need more out of Kyle Kuzma. I don't know. They really need more out of Kyle Kuzma. He's supposed to be at their option, but he just Kyle Kuzma has disappeared. Right? Is it just me? Yeah, he kind of just. He's a young blood, you know. Well, they, he's not made for the playoffs. <laughs> no, nah, I don't know if I want to hear that yeah. from him. He's been in the league a, a long enough now. I think the Lakers are looking back on that trade for AD, and they're probably regretting including Ingram instead of Kuzma. I feel like when that trade happened, people were more hyped up about Kuzma than Ingram. At least some people. I wasn't. But, like, they might have been able to make that swing. They might have been able to trade Kuzma instead of Ingram. And Ingram's a baller now, dude. We all know B.I. is better now, right? Based on what he's doing at at, uh, New Orleans right now. Um, I mean... Yeah, I mean, so so you still got uh, let's talk about Jeremy Grant for a little bit, man. I mean, like, he was balling game three. Mm-hmm. He's like Tyler Hero, yeah. you know. I mean, that's true. I don't know where he came from. You like I don't Jeremy? Know where he came from, but he was he scored like he scored like twenty one points on on eleven shots. I mean, that's that's true. That's just awesome. Do you like Jeremy? Do you think he can keep that up throughout the series? Or uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, with the Nuggets, they could have mm-hmm. like different third option, right? You can have Grand, you can have Porter, um, maybe Malik, or you know, like they have other guys can step up. I think, I yeah. think uh, over, I think overall the Lakers have better too, AD and LeBron than Murray and Jokic. But the rest, yeah. rest of the players, I think the, the Nuggets are better. Um, so I think, yeah, it's going to be close. Hey, I'm calling game four. That's true. Nuggets going to win. What you got? Okay. Yeah. All right. Making a, a strong gonna, statement. They I, not, like they, they not, I like it. They're not about to be coming back this 3-1 again, you know? This is too, this, this is mm-hmm. too insane. They could do it ever again. I don't know if they can do that again. That's fair. Yeah. All right, man. Let's talk about East and the West Western Con- uh, Conference Final. And let's talk about our, our Bulls, our Chicago Bulls. Like, you know, some of you listening, like, why are you talking about this? But, yeah, basically the Bulls <laughs> hires Billy Donovan. What do you think of him? I mean, he just got, we, we hire him. Hmm. The Bulls hire him. Billy Donovan, ex-Florida college coach, ex-Oklahoma City Thunder coach. I like the hire. I know a lot of people in Chicago, a lot of people that I know um, are happy about this hire too. And this is the first time the Chicago Bulls have had like a real coach, a real head coach in like four or five years. Mm. Yeah. Like, I mean, we had Fred Fred Hoiberg and – What's his name? I can't remember the the Bulls' current coach, Jim Boylan. I mean, Boylan, yep. Neither one of these guys were yep. legit good NBA head coaches. Let's be honest. Um, and now we, the Bulls have one, so everyone's excited about that. I'm sure the players are excited about that, and the front office just looks like they have things under control for the first time in a while, where they're moving in a positive direction, a clear direction. And we're going to see what type of moves they continue to make 
um, with the players and personnel here. And if you're a Bulls fan, you have to kind of like what they've done this offseason. You have to. Like, this is what all Bulls fans have been asking for. So, and a lot of people that I know around here are happy about it. And, yeah, Billy Donovan has proven that he's a good coach. He can coach at pretty much any level. He's, he's, he's coached star players, you know, the Chris Pauls, the Paul Georges, Russell Westbrooks. He's coached young talent and proved them, like Shea Gillius, Alexander. He's, he, you know, he can do all of those things, and he can. he's proven that he can be a winning coach for a winning franchise and a winning team. So, yeah, that's a good hire for the Bulls. I'm impressed with the moves that their front office has made this 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 year. Do you like it too? You you you're a Bulls fan, hey, right? You one. like it? What you think? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, yeah, this 2020 has woken up uh, the Chicago Bulls front office a little bit. You know, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, the previous two coaches were mm-hmm. that great, right? Uh, we have Tom. He was decent, defensive minded coach. When you know, when Derrick Rose and them, and you know, he was he was a great coach. I think a Billy. You know, I think he would uh. Definitely fit well with the Bulls, right? He could, like you're saying, he could coach the young, the young folks, but also the veterans. Uh, but a superstar, so he's a lot of experience in college, but also, mm-hmm. well, mainly more in college than in NBA. So I'm very excited, actually, for this hire. I mean, it's not like he's not, you know, Greg Popovich, right? Obviously, but still, he's probably better yeah. than. Than most of the coaches in the NBA, so I think, I think, uh, yeah, this is a good hire, man. Hopefully, the Bulls and the Bulls fan will be happy that, uh, that, but I was a bit surprised though, right? It wasn't like I like mm-hmm. it, but I was a bit surprised about this this move that that the Bulls have. But I think it's a good one, good one for the city. Hopefully, mm-hmm. the goal next year for the Bulls is to get in the playoffs. So that's my hope. Yeah. Were you surprised? That's fair. That's been a while, right? It's been a while since the Bulls have been in the playoffs. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Were you more? Uh, the Bulls been in the playoffs. I'm would you happy. say you're more surprised? Huh? Yeah. Would you say yes? You're more surprised that the Bulls hired Donovan, or the fact that Donovan was available in general? I think the hiring part too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, that's fair. But yeah. It's cool. I mean, I think he's yeah. definitely the upgrade for sure, right? Mm-hmm. It's like an upgrade from uh, a Toyota to a Lexus, you know? Not like from Toyota to uh, a Tesla, but Toyota to a Lexus, you know? It's good. Yeah. Good, good hire. All right, folks, man, that's mm-hmm. it, man. That's it for tonight, man. It was definitely uh, good talking with you guys with the... the Sure. The Celtics and Heat, and then the Laker Nuggets, and then Billy Donovan, the Bulls hire. Okay, we see you guys next time. Peace out. Yep. Later.